All right, shot time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Uh, the rule on this show, uh, Shime, is you're allowed to, like, one complaint over anything bad that happened to your bets uh, on Sunday. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Mutt. I'm wonderful. How are you today? I'm good. When it comes to games, I can't complain. I cannot complain. I am uh, 3-0 and across our shows, so I'm going to sit and enjoy uh, Monday Night Football, which we'll get to. I can complain about props, if you'd like, Chris Shine, because the props uh, were not good props uh, to your friend Mutt today. They were not good yesterday. Specifically... Will Dusley. I would love to, and I will actually do this because it's a podcast and go back and listen. Our conversation mocking Noah Fant and pushing Will, Will Disley to the top of our list and watching Noah Fant get target after target after target for Geno Smith in a shitty late Sunday afternoon game, Seahawks in Arizona, and Will Disley get one catch, one target, 12 yards, well short of 19 and a half. Uh, I'm annoyed that he wasn't more involved after being involved for five games. And that bothered me late in the games on Sunday. I did many of the stuff from a, a fantasy DFS perspective in the games that were supposed to smash in the afternoon that did not smash. So we'll go over our results. Anything you want to bitch about before we start on this Monday morning? Um, I just want to bitch at the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> what are you doing? How do, like, I just, I, I don't get it, man. What are you doing only giving the ball to Jeff Wilson like uh, seven times? Brutal. What are Brutal. we doing? It was 14-14 for, like, ever. You weren't trailing the entire time. Like, I understand if you're trailing basically the entire game, you have to throw a ton. But you tied it up at 14, and then they went up 21-14. You can still run the football. Your identity forever has been run the football to set up the play action, and even when you're behind, you continue to run the football because you gain chunk yardage. And yet Jeff Wilson had seven carries in the game against the Atlanta Falcons who are one of the worst run defenses in football which Mutt and I have talked about so I don't know what's going on in San Francisco Kyle Shanahan me and you are fighting we're currently in a fight I still whoa, love whoa, you whoa 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 I still love you it's like you a, it's like a married Stan? couple fighting yeah yeah I'm are you still, still a, Stan. a Shanna Stan yeah yeah this is this is a married couple fighting this isn't a Tom Brady and Giselle divorce this is just a married couple bickering uh, I'm I'm just I'm frustrated with Kyle Shanahan. I'll be over it in two or three business days. But uh, until then, uh, I I am frustrated with Shanahan. So the box score on that I was looking through it this morning is pretty wild. I'm glad glad you brought this up. So one team had uh, 14 pass attempts from their quarterback and 40 rushing attempts. It wasn't the 49ers. The nope. Falcons pounded the ball. The Niners had 16 <sighs> rush attempts. Three of those by Jimmy G. So take those out. 13 run I'm sorry I'll take out two for Debo Samuel they had 11 running back attempts yesterday <sighs> on the road against a bad run defense they threw it 41 times now they fell behind and I'm with you that, that was surprised by the result of that game but I, I don't think falling behind against an Atlanta team should necessarily mean you're down 14 nothing you stop running the football like they, sh- they should have been able to still run at time so I totally get your frustration there that was annoying that it's was annoying. just it's so dumb like, I just – I understand I mean, Jeff Wilson fumbled, and that's probably why. And Kyle Shanahan's like, I'm going to put him in the doghouse because I'm Kyle Shanahan. Well, Tevin Coleman sucked, and you don't have anybody else to run the football because – Whoa, 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 whoa. He had four carries for three yards. How <laughs> dare you besmirch him? He really did. That's his line. Yes, Four that is carries, line. three yards. Yes, Point eight I'm yards a carry. Yep, yeah, 100%. I'm aware. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, Jeff, Wilson, Jeff Wilson Jr. should not have less rushing yards than Marcus Mariota. That's all I have to say. I thought your anger was going to be poised at uh, Tom Brady for going to that wedding on Friday. 
Nope. I, um, I thought that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers sucked as a team. Like, it wasn't even just Brady. The defense, you let Mitch, I, I, I hate to bitch about more than one thing, but I, I'll make it quick. You, you let Mitch Trubisky score a touchdown on you uh, this week, boys. Like, figure it the F out. All right, that's it. I'm done. Uh, so currently in the actual game picks, uh, we didn't pick, we, well, we did pick Patriots here, but we didn't make it one of my three. We had the Patriots, uh, fairly easily. You talked yourself into the Jets. Nice call there. Outright. Oh, thank God I took On the, the road at Green Bay. Outright upset. There were, and Saved by the way, there, my were, day. there are a lot of those, uh, this week. If you were someone, it was like making your picks this week, betting favorites, feeling safe. Oh, it was not. The waters were not safe. I heard out this there somewhere. Dark streets. Uh, if you had, Go ahead. if you had parlayed just randomly, the Jets, the Giants, uh, the Falcons and the Steelers together, ten dollars to win like a thousand. Yeah, I believe it, and I wouldn't have done it. And it's, nope, it's, never. it's, it's and and it's it's a reminder that y- you think things are so guaranteed, right? In the Seahawks uh, Arizona game, which Shime talked a lot about, uh, heading into the week and about overs and about scoring, like the entire industry, uh, you know, both football and fantasy football, all pointed to that game as being an absolute shootout. But when you have guys like Cliff Kingsbury and Geno Smith, like it's not oh guaranteed. So nothing is guaranteed, which is what makes it fun and frustrating at the same time. Yep. Pats get it done. You had the Packers. Uh, you had the uh, Jets plus the points. We had the under in that game, 45. That looked easy for a, a quarter and a half, and then I started getting nervous, but we ended up getting that home. Eagles, nice job by Philly last night. They were the dominant team uh, winning going away after a tough uh, second quarter. Uh, and I got the Denver Broncos plus tonight, which we'll get to. Uh, so two and zero on this show on my pick shine. Where do you stand? You have the Jets for sure, correct? Yeah, yeah I was Jets. one. I was one and two on my picks because I missed on Tampa Bay and I missed on the over in Seattle, Arizona. Because as you said, that was just a disgusting, oh. disgusting display of football. Um, and uh, and so I uh, so I missed on that in Tampa Bay. Of course, the two ugliest games I missed on, which is great. But I did hit on the Jets. The Jets kind of saved my day. Uh, and what I've learned is basically in my in my betting career, I am just hitting on hockey bets in order to uh, in order to pay for my football bets. That's what I've learned. Uh, Jalen Hurts rushing attempts was a loser. Uh, yep. CD Lamb got some garbage time. I thought I was home there. I stayed up late to watch that garbage time receptions. Late there, loser under sixteen and a half receptions. And Will Disley was a loser. Chris Godwin's over. Uh, George Kittle's over, and uh, Tyree Kills over. Uh, all came home. So a very bland. Uh, three and three that uh, took home, uh, knocked down some same game parlays for me. Yeah, so I was not, like, not a fun props. I was like three and six on props, so I'm just, I just had a bad. It was just, it was a, it was a brutal week. I'm gonna flush it, forget about it. I'm gonna take a couple of days off. I'm not gonna bet Monday night football. I'm not gonna bet Thursday night football. I'm gonna come back fresh, locked and loaded. I will have picks. I'm not gonna physically bet them though because I just I can't. I need I need to take a couple days off. You know, sometimes mutt, you need to refresh. You need to set back. You need to step back and just learn. Okay. I'm currently in a rut. I got to pull myself out. Let's get into some uh, some more fine fine tune the analyzation. Maybe not get and maybe not have ten freaking props that I love. Tone it down a little bit uh, and uh, and dial in on, on the best ones. And we we'll go right. from there. So I, I I'm giving you the title for today's podcast, by the way, because okay. I know, I know what happened to you this week. Shime Zappy Fever affected his betting. <laughs> I was caught in a zappy fever fog. You are—it's what it is, and you have uh, long—you have long zappy fever. So dra- it's going to hopefully doesn't drag out. Knock on wood into week two. You were so excited to take your shots at Mac Jones and push your guy uh, Bailey Zappy that it just knocked your bets a little bit off kilter. That's I, what happened. You're 100 percent right, and I think I bet. I, I think what happened with the uh, Cleveland Patriots game too is 
I bet the Browns fully expecting Mac Jones to start just because of all the talk. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, instinctually, it's like I got to pick the Browns. Uh, and I should have just, I should have rode with my guy Zappy. It should be a fun week in, in Sports Talk Radio. We won't do a lot of it here because we'll do it uh, on the air for the next 20 hours. Uh, actually, I forget, 24 hours because we don't have a game until Monday night. This thing's going to drag into the Bears game uh, a week from today. Uh, this is the one. This is where like the, the the zappy zealots can at least say he had a great game. Mm-hmm. He really did play he well sure yesterday. Did. He did against a bad defense, but he did play well. Uh, the advanced metrics say he played well. The QBR says he plays well. The quarterback rating said he played well. Uh, again, he did it against one of the worst uh, pass rating defenses in the league, and I'll give him credit for playing well. And at least he's now. I understand the discussion this morning on Zappy Mac Jones. I still have to admit I didn't get it heading into that game, but he he definitely popped, and he's going to give Bill something to think about between now and next Monday. Shine like do I do I roll with the kid and keep winning, or do I go to the guy we invested a first round pick in, who I still think the team ceiling is higher with? But this it makes it makes for a great week of sports talk radio. Yeah, and and you you mentioned he beats two bad teams, but like at the same time, I look at it and I go, well, who is Mac Jones beaten in his career? He he beat the Bills once, but he threw the ball three times in a windstorm. So I don't really count that as him beating the Bills. And then he beat the Tennessee Titans. It's the only other playoff team he's beaten, and that was without Derrick Henry and a bunch of other guys uh, on that team last year. So like I, I I look at it and it's like okay, uh we, you know Mac hasn't necessarily beaten a ton of you know buffed up teams either. To be fair, neither is Bailey Zappi. I understand that, but um. I just I think they're basically the same player, and you got one with a fourth round pick and one with a first round pick, and it says more about the allocation of draft assets than anything else, in my personal opinion. Yep, as someone who was screaming for the rooftops, folks don't remember there was no one who hated that pick more than uh, Chris Shimes. So Not a single a little, person on the planet. Little victory lap on this. He's got some bias, which we all do certainly. Uh, at least on paper, on paper, this will be a, a tougher test a week for Monday. The Bears are respectable defense during the top half, and t- I think they're. Uh, 18th in DVOA, they're, they're somewhere better against the Pats. Well, plenty of time to do it. But yep. if Bailey Zappi does start, even at home, it'll be uh, a tougher test. We have an t- entire week, an entire glorious week to debate all things Bailey Zappi uh, and Mac Jones. Uh, you said you're not – so no interest in tonight's game? A little uh, Broncos plus tonight against the Chargers? Good defense uh, against a shaky coaching staff in the L.A. Chargers without Keenan Allen potentially? So I hate to tell you, I would, I would be on the Chargers here. I just I think the Broncos stink. I know you're on the Broncos plus four. I would. I'm, be... I'm not sure if they don't stink or not. I just think their defense is really good. They blitz a lot. Herbert, I'll get to in a second, is not great against a blitz. Yep. And the and the markets overreacted to uh, Broncos country. Let's roll, which I sure. totally get. I, they, yeah. They've done that. I, I think so as well. I think the the market or the public has overreacted to the Broncos. I think my favorite play with tonight would be the under 46. That to me. This, to me, screams under primetime game between divisional opponents, one of which is the Denver Broncos, yep. who can't score points. I think the under 46, to me, is the play I would absolutely make tonight. Uh, I'll stay away from picking a side. I would lean Chargers, but uh, I'm, I love the under 46. Uh, two things that stand out courtesy of the Action Network today. So I, I made my case for uh, Broncos plus the points because I think the line is just, again, it's, 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 it's super reactive. The Broncos have a good defense, fourth in DVOA. Uh, Justin Herbert uh, is really, really good. According to Pro Football Focus, 108 passer rating when not blitz. Fifth in the NFL among 36 qualified quarterbacks. When an opposing defense dials at the blitz, that drops to 78.7, which could be 28th overall. Uh, Denver is going to blitz tonight. And a similar sort of thing. Uh, So Joey Bosa, the Chargers have struggled to generate pressure. Uh, They're not getting any pressure. Clean pocket, 
for Russell Wilson. Two touchdown, four touchdowns, two picks, and a 63% completion percentage. Under pressure, drops to 46%. No touchdowns and a pick. I think Denver's defense is going to pressure Herbert. I get a field goal game, and I will take the points in the field goal game. I like the Broncos to hopefully cap off what was a good weekend as far as the picks go uh, and some rolling stuff that goes into tonight's game. Uh, I, I think the Chargers are more talented. I think both these coaches stink. I mean, we'll get Staley and Hackett in primetime on Monday night, uh, and I'll take the points and hope the dogs end up uh, getting this thing home. Shine would be on the Chargers. Meanwhile, whoa, whoa, whoa. Prince of Pucks is back today. So wait. You're damn right. You're not betting football Monday and Thursday. Does the Prince of Pucks allow himself to bet hockey tonight? On the does he allow himself? Of course, I'm he asking. Does. I don't know what the. I don't. When you say I'm taking a break, I don't know what that means. No, no. It was just I need to get my mind right on football. When it comes to hockey, I'm still clear as can be. I'm currently five and two. We hit on the bet Saturday, the parlay Bruins and regulation over six and a half in Oilers Flames. That game scored seven. I believe the final score is four to three. Um, and you had it uh, very relatively early. It was before the third period even started. Uh, you cashed on on that parlay. So uh, uh, loved that, uh, and we're up, up and moving. And uh, I absolutely, uh, I'm gonna. Continue continue to bet hockey because as i said i think the hockey wins allow me to lose in football <laughs> hi i'm chris shime i'm funding my football betting habit well wh- hold on time out what about your girlfriend who's also addicted to betting football right now? uh she uh this weekend or i, I noticed uh on saturday when we went up to uh, the great state of new hampshire she placed a lot more hockey bets um than football bets she had two football bets yesterday she was one and one on her bets she hit on the gabe davis over very easily missed on Jeff Wilson's uh, over, um, so she was she just broke even on football, and then she cleaned up in hockey on Saturday. So uh, good job, good job by her, and uh, we're going to continue to uh, bet hockey in this household. All right, Bruins at home tonight against the Panthers, seven o'clock puck drop. Uh, your thoughts as the Bruins uh, try to keep it going here early in the season? Yeah, so it's hard. The oh. Panthers are a really good hockey team. Uh, so I don't I don't think I want to bet on the Bruins to continue their undefeated streak. Both teams 2 and 0 coming into this game. Uh, I, I believe it's going to be Linus Olmark versus uh, Sergei Bobrovsky tonight. But even with the top goaltenders going, I think I'm going to go over 6.5. Both of these teams are really good offensively, especially the Bruins, have looked really, really good offensively. It's been the defense um, that has seemed to struggle. So I'm going to go over 6.5. I also love David Krejci over a half a point. It's minus 130, but I think it's worth it. Again, I think there's going to be points scored in this game. Uh, Krejci has four points already in two games. Uh, he's playing with Pasternak. Pavlzak has been pretty decent, too. He's also on the power play. So I, I love Krejci to have uh, over half a, a point tonight uh, in the game. Uh, that w- Those would be my uh, two bets for tonight's game. Also, the over on the goal total, yep. and we like David Krejci to score. Uh, I say goal or a point there. I'm just, I, a point. Okay, over so a half a point, point, minus 130. So assist or a goal, we clean up, we're good to go. What's the quick shine analysis two games in this Bruins season? Uh, again, I, like I said, the Bruins look really, really good on offense. I, I think this is going to be an interesting year offensively. Uh, Jim Montgomery's approach to offense is much different than what we've seen with our last two coaches here for the Boston Bruins. Yeah, at least um, he let them uh, let the boys roll a little bit more. Yeah, they let, he lets them play. He lets them get aggressive, and I like that. And the defense gets much more involved. But, again, that defense getting involved puts – you know, Mike Riley in a bad spot sometimes and allows a, an odd man rush, two-on-one, or or a breakaway, you know, on the goalie, and you have to trust your goalie. So right now I, we know what Linus and Swayman were last year. I, they're not elite, but they're pretty good. 
Uh, yeah. Let's see if a guy like each of these guys are young though, so they can they can afford to take a step forward here, um, and, and I think they can do that. So I think there's an opportunity that this really works out for the Bruins, uh, and then also this is an undermanned team. You don't have, I mean, Carlos now on IR, DeBrusque is out, um, Marchand's still out, McAvoy's out. Those guys are all eventually going to come back, and so when this team gets healthy. I actually think the Bruins are going to be a force to reckon with, especially offensively. So uh, I like the, what the Bruins have started with so far this year. Uh, interesting test tonight, like you said, against the high-powered Florida team. Shine likes the over and a David Krejci point as part of the Prince of Pucks bets. Meanwhile, can I – uh, one last thing. Can I give out a, a non-Bruins hockey bet as well? It's your podcast. Am I allowed to? Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, give me uh, – I want to pair the Penguins money line and the Hurricanes money line. Uh, just straight up money lines, no 60 minute, nothing like that, nothing crazy. Just Penguins to beat the Canadians and Hurricanes to beat the Kraken. Uh, pair those together, plus 123. Okay, so we'll put that, mark that down as well uh, for the people tonight. Good for you. Look at you handing out. Not even Halloween yet. We got two weeks to go, and you're handing out hockey bets here yeah, on the show. Yeah, we're we're cooking with gas when it comes to hockey right now, Mark. We are two weeks from Halloween. We are a week from Monday Night Football. Patriots Bears. Uh, Zappy and or Mac Jones against Justin Fields. Uh, it should be a Patriots favorite. By, oh, should mention that off the top. A bad job by me. Uh, early look ahead, Shime. It was a Monday night game, so I really didn't think about it. Uh, it opened seven and a half is where I saw it. Correct? Patriots a seven and a half that point favorite correct. for week seven. Early thoughts. Yeah, so this line, may, I, I originally thought I immediately wanted to just bet the Patriots because – uh, I saw what I saw last week. I really, really liked, and I, I'm thinking from the report from Mike Reese, uh, Mac Jones was the one that said he wasn't going to be able to go this past week. Uh, if that's the case, I feel like Mac Jones might be slow playing his injury a little bit, uh, and Ooh. that he's actually going to take a little bit more time to make sure he's right before he comes back, which indicates to me possible Bailey Zappi third straight start uh, against the Bears, which I really like. I like I like the Zappi matchup. Um, Ramondre was awesome. Uh, of course, but the way Zappy spreads the ball around uh, with this offense, I really like what I what I saw. I was hoping this line was going to be six and a half. It is instead seven and a half, which has made me a little bit more hesitant. I'm going to wait to see kind of what the injuries look like with Barmore and stuff like that, what the Bears are dealing with, um, and then go from there. But, 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 Kyrie Thompson had an awesome tweet today. Uh, great information that the Bears 18th in defensive DVOA, but. It's only because more so that they're great in the second half. They make great second half adjustments. So I'm going to be looking at a lot of Patriots first half bets uh, for Monday night. That's going to be my, my target as of right now. Yeah, I really I can't have a strong opinion until I know who's a quarterback. Yep. Uh, and I because I still the market may think at this point that Zappy and Mac Jones are the same. I'm still not there yet. So for people that if you think that Zappy and Mac Jones are the same guy, okay, if Mac Jones is named quarterback, this line is coming down. Right, it's seven and a half. It will uh, it probably is Mac Jones worth a point in the market shine, a half a point if they, we find out midweek that Mac Jones is practicing and projected to play. Or is it, I mean, sorry, go, line will go up. I want yeah, to miss him. Yeah, uh, if if Mac Jones plays, he's probably worth a half a point right now. The way Bailey Zappi played last week, and even I mean, even technically the week before. I mean, the guys had over a hundred passer rating both games. So uh, I think Mac Jones is probably worth maybe a half a point. Yeah. So if you if you don't care either way, or if you think if you think Zappy's better, I'll put it this way: if you want to, if you're thinking about betting the Patriots right now, maybe the line is too big anyway. I mean, seven and a half is a monster number um, for a team we're still trying to figure out how good they are. They have two wins in a row against two bad teams, so we're trying to figure it out. And by the way, the Bears are another bad team. So if you want to wait, I'm with Shime. I think I I think I prefer waiting right now 
than jumping in and make a bet. Where I'd make a bet is if you think Zappi is better or at least equal to Mac Jones. I think if you wait until middle of the week to find out it's Mac, not Zappi starting, this line probably moves a little bit. Now, if you can stomach that, then fine, you can wait. But if you're like, I got to get the best number I possibly can, it's probably betting it right now. I, I can't imagine, because I'm looking at the money, 86% of the bets so far early on are on the Patriots. Um, so people are already running to the window to at least from a bet standpoint bet it. The money is a little bit in favor of the Bears, but very few bets in this game so far. But I, I would not be betting this game uh, right now. Um, did we have? I, that's a bad job by me. Do we have the total up there, Sean? You have it in front of you for this uh, game? Patriots did it total move at all? Is forty. Oof. I don't have a lean on the total as of yet. I, again, I need to see. That's a good number. Yeah, it really that, is. But and it may, but it may fall into that that sub forty prime time yep. game thing. If we it, talked if about. it gets under forty. And it continues to go that way. I really, I, I will get more confident in the under. Um, but as of right now, I think forty is a really good opening number, and I kind of need to see how the week plays out um, to to get a better feel for that. All right, so uh, that'll be a week from tonight. Also, a week from tonight, Chris Shime, you and I will be chatting live during the game. Yes, on the BetQL app. That is now, correct. Now tease us a little bit. BetQL is a obviously BetQL Boston. Uh, they are they they do unbelievable sort of analytics and numbers and stats for people. Uh, the free version, which you can get by downloading the BetQL app. Again, it's free. There's also a paid version that gets you like picks and gets you some more uh, detailed information. It's behind sort of a paywall once you sign up. I think it's well worth it. I think you should be signing up as well. But you can download the BetQL app, and I don't know where it's going to be. Shime in the app. I know I hopped in a couple weeks ago during one of these, um, but I forget exactly where it was. But you can chat with us. There's like a live, I'd almost call it like a message board slash Twitch chat going on during the game. You and I are going to be featured a week from tonight chatting and talking about our bets live during the game for Patriots Bears on the BetQL app. Yes, we are. I'm super excited. I think this is going to be an absolute blast. Uh, I am I am sacrificing all the sleep in the world for you, the people, because I'm excited to do this. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I, I'm me and Mutt, we're just going to have fun with it. You, you and I always have fun no matter what we're doing, what we're talking about, so uh, I'm, I'm very excited for this. You, you're going to get a live play-by-play of somebody who is uh, going to be wearing a Mac Jones hard hat to work today, folks. Uh, <laughs> I have a hard hat ready to go to defend my guy Mac oh, Jones God. against the Zappy Zealots all week long. So either, it, 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 we get the Zappy Jones live reaction during the game on the BetQL app on Monday night. Because that's what's going to happen, Shime. Like The people that want Bailey Zappi and he's playing well are going to be excited if he starts and doesn't play well. The Mac people go crazy. Like This this, this story's not going away until, I don't know, Mac is fully healthy and, and plays a game. And so you can sort of evaluate the Bolton. This is uh, it's a turn I did not expect this Patriots season to take here heading into Week 7. Yeah, it's one of the bigger <laughs> stories uh, in Patriots football that we've seen in a while just because Belichick yeah. won't even come out and, like, Putting and nicks it like he he's been given multiple opportunities now to say Max our starter and he refuses to do it. Uh, Kurt, Chris Curtis asked him again today and Belichick responded with, "Well, Mac Jones wasn't active yesterday, so he wasn't really an option for us." We didn't ask him about yesterday's game. We asked him about Monday's game. Crazy. So uh, Belichick refuses to nix the story. He's kind of feeding into it almost at this point in a way. Um, and so it'll be very very interesting to see. Uh, how things proceed from here on out. Oh, I think he likes it. Yeah, I think oh, he likes think the he fact the media it. keeps guessing. Like they're not, they're not talking about. He loves a, to drive the narrative. Yeah, 
I mean, he's he he loves this. And by the way, at, at its core, the one positive of this from the beginning to me has been the potential motivating factor on Mac Jones to just take it to a different level. Yeah, and that, we'll that that has to exist right now. If or he has he, any competitive bone in his body, like he's watching this saying, I, I got to get back out there. Or he crumbles into there. a brittle pile of uh, anxiety. Oh, it could absolutely happen. Like there's, there's that. That's the flip side of the coin. Like yeah. if he doesn't step up, I mean, he's not going to have the job. It's pretty simple. I and mean, that's the one thing that Belichick has always done. There are no sacred cows. You know, forget. Uh, you know, I don't have to go back to Brady Bledsoe. He's benched plenty of good players. I just wish he had benched Isaiah Wynn earlier than getting Mac Jones killed. And keep him benched in that time. Ravens game. He's still playing. By the way, it's like a snap counts. He got benched again yesterday, but he's still playing like 80% of the snaps. He still plays until like, oh, wait, he can't block. Get him out of the game. He leads the league in penalties. He stinks. He's awful. He stinks. He was the reason Miles Garrett got a strip sack yesterday. He's a reason, uh, uh, was it Green Bay got a strip sack on Bailey Zappi two weeks ago? Like, Zappi's only turnovers are because Isaiah Wynn can't block me and, <laughs> and Nelson Aguilar can't hold on to a football. So it's like, come on, what are we doing? It's pretty great. Uh, all right, so week from tonight, so get yourself prepared. Download the BetQL app today. Go to the App Store BetQL app, and we'll explain as we get there, Shime, I'm sure, both on the podcast and on Twitter at BetQL Boston how people can access during the game next week. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, make sure to have the BetQL da- uh, app downloaded so you can hang out with us. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, and you can make sure you follow us on Twitter at BetQL Boston. Uh, tomorrow we'll have a recap of Shime's hockey bets. Uh, I, I don't I'd say early look ahead to, to Patriots Bears, but we're gonna it's gonna take a couple days. They're gonna get uh, off day tomorrow. Uh, we're not gonna know anything until Wednesday or Thursday, maybe even Thursday this week to see who's out there practicing. Um, and we'll do some NBA tomorrow, Chris Shine. We yes, we will. Celt- Celtics opening night tonight. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow night, excuse me. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Celtics opening night. We're going to uh, get a guest on. We're going to have some good good basketball insight to start the Celtics season. It's going to be awesome. We'll have you covered every single day here uh, on the Beck U of Boston podcast. Celtics, Bruins, and, of course, the Patriots. All you have to do to help us out, subscribe, rate, and review uh, on the uh, app that you listen to your podcast here, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Odyssey app, Shime. Follow along at BeckQL Boston on Twitter. Anything else to the people on this uh, well, kind of gray Monday morning after another zappy win? People are, people are zappy today, but the weather's not a great way to have it. Yeah, and the weather's not great, but people no. are zappy. Everybody's Cold, buzzing. Raining. Everybody's buzzing. Bailey buzz. The Bailey, Bailey buzz. I, I can't take it. Zip, zap, zapparoo. Okay, and on that note, see you later. Bye. Bye.